I'm Paul Levinson, and welcome to Light On, Light Through, episode 137, Defending the Postal Service. It seems strange to have to speak in defense of the U.S. Postal Service, but it's a measure of the depravity of the man in the White House and how far he's willing to go in his flailing attempt to win another term in office. Removing sorting machines, removing mailboxes, doing whatever he can to gum up the works of a service that everyone loves and has never been more essential than in this our age of the COVID-19 pandemic and the upcoming presidential election an election which could well determine the fate and future of democracy in this country. An election which the person now in office will do anything to win. Now, Trump's antipathy towards the Postal Service didn't start with COVID-19 and this build-up to the election. Trump's hatred of Jeff Bezos, who created Amazon, became a billionaire, and bought the Washington Post, one of Trump's most effective critics, led Trump as early as 2018 to attack the post office. It's crime? It gave Amazon a good special rate, a smart move both for Amazon and the Postal Service. Trump's pretext back then in 2018 was that giving Amazon such a good special rate was bad business for the Postal Service. But like Amtrak, which is also often starving for funds, the Postal Service isn't and was never intended to be a profit-making business. It's a governmental service provided to the people. And in the case of the post office, it's a service provided for in our Constitution. But Trump now has a better reason to starve the postal service. He wants to eliminate mail-in ballots, especially necessary in these COVID times, because he thinks, and polls say, that mail-in ballots will be used by Democratic more than Republican voters. If we want to entertain a maybe only slightly paranoid explanation, an additional explanation, perhaps Trump wants to handcuff the Postal Service because the Russians have told him they haven't come up with a way to hack votes cast through the mail. But whatever his reasoning, crippling the Postal Service is one of the things Trump is doing to win an election which current polls show him badly losing. Attacking the media, lying so often that keeping count has become a bad joke, are no longer enough. The fascistic impulse dictates an escalation of tactics. 
dampen, crush the democratic expression by physical means. Send federal troops or whatever exactly they are into the streets. Get in the way of people exercising their right to vote. There are things we the people can do to oppose this. We can shine a light on it. We can pressure our state governments to provide alternate safe means of casting ballots. That is, alternate to going in in person and using the postal service. Like, for example, setting up collection boxes. But also support of our postal service in whatever ways we can is crucial. They not only are the carriers of our mail, of birthday cards and holiday greetings that we cherish, but now more than ever are carriers of our very democracy. And some people, who like Jeff Bezos are billionaires, can do even more. If Bezos, Bill Gates, Mark Zuckerberg, Michael Bloomberg and Warren Buffett each donated a couple of billion dollars to the Postal Service, well, that could well enable it to stay whole and functioning through the November election. Fascism triumphs by undermining democratic institutions, eroding the very foundations of freedom. First, the press, now the Postal Service, anything that conveys our freedom. We have a chance to stop this, reverse this, in less than three months. We have to do all in our power to keep that arena for freedom open. The Light on Light Through podcast. Well, I hope you found this episode of Light on Light Through useful. I'll be back here soon with another episode of Light on Light Through. In the meantime, enjoy. Athens, 2042 A.D. She ripped the paper in half, then ripped the halves, then ripped what was left, again, into bits and pieces of history that could have been. Sierra Waters had read once that, years ago, it was thought that men made love for the thrill, while women made love for the sense of connection it gave them. Curled up with a good book says, Sierra Waters is sexy as hell. You can find out more about The Plot to Save Socrates by Paul Levinson at theplottosavesocrates.com. Paul Levinson still code about an ancient biotech war raging on in secret for centuries. 